Nevera is a sudden summer storm that's super surprising, like it comes out of nowhere. It's very violent. Then all of a sudden, you know, it stops and disappears just as fast as it came. So that's why we call it the Nevera. It's basically, you know, like surprising and sudden and powerful like the storm. The world beyond. The emotioners of tomorrow. Brought to you by Michael Mack. Hello and welcome back to a special episode of my podcast, The World Beyond the Emotioneers of Tomorrow. I am Mike the Mark and today I'm joined here in person at Studio 78 at Europa Park by a very unique guest, Marte Riematz. We are thrilled to exclusively announce more details about our amazing new partnership. Let me very briefly introduce my wonderful guest. Marte Riematz is the brilliant CEO and founder of the innovative and revolutionary car company Riematz Automobili, which has attracted worldwide recognition for its innovative spirit and technology. His newest masterpiece, the Nevera Hypersports car, recently even broke incredible 23 speed records. I'm very happy to welcome you to my podcast here at Europa Park and to talk about our wonderful partnership, Marte Riematz. Thank you so much for the invitation, Michael. It's uh, really great to be here. We just returned from Croatia, where we announced our exciting partnership and an unforgettable event. Let's jump right and talk more about that. To start, could you sum up the details of our partnership quickly for our listeners, please? And um, why Croatia? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, first of all, I think, you know, we are both selling dreams, We are on one side uh, with Rimac and with Bugatti, we are selling dreams on four wheels. And, you know, I always say that life is about more than just eating and sleeping and the basic needs of people. It's easy to dismiss some things that, you know, are not absolutely necessary for survival for like, why do you even do that? But I think it's important to have dreams and do interesting things, aspirational things. And so are you also selling dreams and, you know, you... Uh, create super special experiences for kids, but also maybe make grown-ups feel as kids here in the Europa Park. And on the other side, I think it's also a story of trying to be the best at what we do, not just locally or like in our countries, but not even in Europe, but globally. I mean, Europa Park has been voted many times as the best park uh, in the world. And we also, you know, I started my business in Croatia, but we were always looking globally. And we, as you mentioned, we just broke uh, 23 world records. And, you know, we want to do the best in the world and move the possible, like what is considered possible. We want to move it forward. And I guess that's what connects us. We try to make people happy with our products and we are trying to move the bar and raise the bar even higher and bringing those two together, I think makes absolutely sense. Uh, plus Croatia, a beautiful, wonderful country, has so much to offer, so many beauties, so much history. And putting that also to the picture even rounds it up better. I mean, a lot of our listeners maybe don't know Materimat. They don't know a lot about Croatia because um, it's just coming up to the spot. And if you're not a, a yard uh, owner, <laughs> you might never have heard of the beautiful islands in front of Split. So... Give the listeners a little bit um, 
an insight of what Croatia is for you? I mean, try to explain them a little bit. What the island of Kwa for the Germans is a really difficult word to even pronounce. I think mm -hmm. I'm, I'm doing it like, oh, is it now Kwa? So, I mean, you can give me the right uh, pronunciation of that beautiful island. And I mean, why did you choose to um, have uh, this event? With, I think it's the first time actually on the island Kwa. Um, um, so what is the connection between the island Kwa and uh, And, and tell them a little bit about uh, your home, I would say. Yeah, I mean, Croatia is a small country. It's just, uh, well, we used to be four and a half million people in the previous counting of inhabitants. And now we are less than four, unfortunately, in the last counting, which was just last year. We lost a lot of people also to Germany. And I guess here in Germany, you see a lot of Croatians in various uh, kind of service jobs. But um, yeah, it's, it's a small country that has given a lot to the world in terms of sportsmen, inventors. For example, Nikola Tesla was born in Croatia. To be fair, you know, his, he basically was, uh, let's say, Serbian from the, from the nationality because his father was an Orthodox priest. But we are very proud of him in Croatia. Nevertheless, uh, he is born in what is today Croatia. At that time, it was Austria-Hungary. And, you know, without him, the world would have been very different today. Uh, he invented many important technologies that we are using today and many different products. And so we have also other inventors who, from Croatia, you know, changed the world in certain ways. Uh, but also it's a beautiful, wonderful country. I mean, everybody thinks that their country is the best. I have seen really a lot of the world. I have also, I've been growing up in Germany for 10 years and I love Europe. I truly feel as a real European um, I love Europe from, you know, one end to the other. But still, I think Croatia is really special. Beautiful seaside, uh, like one of two Roman Colosseums in the world, you know, that are still intact. Uh, one is in Rome and the other one is in Pula in Croatia. Uh, then we have like, uh, you know, ancient cities that are still inhabited. Uh, Dubrovnik, um, one of the first democracies in the world. The island of Hvar is one of 1,400 islands in Croatia. So Croatia has really lots of islands. Hvar is, I would say, the most beautiful one and the, the most diverse one for me. Uh, but uh, there's many others uh, that are really worth visiting. What is not so great in Croatia is industry and business. So Croatia has a strong tourism, but very little industrial power. It lost a lot of its industry with the collapse of Yugoslavia. Now new technology companies are picking up and we are one of them. So we are creating basically a completely new industry in Croatia, which is the automotive industry. And many people ask me, why do you do it there? Well, you know, I was 19 years old when I started what I'm doing now. And why is Porsche in Stuttgart? Because, well, Ferdinand Porsche started there. Why is Ferrari in Modena? Because Enzo Ferrari started in Modena. And uh, same with me. I started in Croatia. And that's why I wanted to, you know, I wanted to create a company there. When we talk a little bit about the event, because um, the podcast is divided in two parts, and we will talk about the event, we uh, announce our partnership between um, Europa Park and uh, Rimac. What was the idea for you to, for the first time, I think, in the history of um, your car company, what was the idea behind putting a car or more than one car on the island of Kwa? Yeah, that's actually, we do this the first time this year. So Hvar is the name of the island, but there's also a city called Hvar, the biggest city on the island. And actually, the island is pretty big and it has beautiful roads. So you can drive there 
nice cars, but the the city of Hwar actually doesn't have any roads, which I love about a city. It's built before there were cars and it's built around boats. So you you only can walk through the city. You cannot drive it. Uh, you cannot drive a car there. So it's really special and I, I love the city. And I've been there many times and you always see these big yachts there, like billionaires coming from around the world with huge yachts to spend their summer or, or a few days or a couple of weeks in Hvar. And what they see of Croatia is the sea, the sun, the beach, you know, maybe restaurants, but they don't see anything else of Croatia. Like, what can you really offer uh, besides, you know, beautiful culture and all of that? So we were like, okay, all of these, you know, world famous people come here to enjoy and relax. And, you know, it's movie stars, it's uh, singers, you know, like famous people, uh, rock stars, it's uh, people from the industry, you know, uh, entrepreneurs, different kind, you know, all different people from different walks of life, they come there, but Croatia has not much to offer to them except the beauties of the nature and the history. So we were like, okay, we'll change that. We want to show that Croatia also has more to offer. So we are exhibiting our cars there to show, okay, guys, you know, this is also Croatia. This is the new Croatia and the future, uh, what we are creating here. And this is what the brilliant minds are creating today. Not only beautiful cities that were created hundreds of years ago by people who are long dead uh, and might not even be Croatian. <laughs> Many of these cities were created by Romans and other people, uh, Venetians and so on. So on one side, to promote what is happening in the country today, but also on the other side, of course, it's a good opportunity for us to attract new customers. I think um, for me, it's uh, as well a special um, island. And I'm happy, as you know, Europa Park is full of a European themed concept so we have many many countries in the park um, and our newest country obviously is Croatia and um, I think a lot of people were which were standing at the big place in Kwa were um, thinking oh my god um, there's a whole show around it I know you are more in the background doing engineering work so I literally had to convince you to bring some of our show uh, talents down to the island I know that the mayor of the town uh, was very uh, surprised of uh, so many artists coming suddenly to his town. But uh, as you know, we love to entertain. Our business is entertaining people. And as you were mentioning, there are a lot of people from around the world. So we want to show something what Europa Park can show. Obviously, we can't build a roller coaster on the island of Kwa. So we brought our fabulous show uh, uh, um, team down to the island. So all the artists, which you have seen last night, actually coming from Europa Park and it's nothing to do with uh, Marte. So uh, it was uh, my idea to bring as much as many, but I was told um, I should not bring uh, too many to the <laughs> island because it's very, very crowded indeed on the island. Um, when you talk a little bit about Europa Park and your car, Rimac Nevera, a lot of people and me included before I heard the name, never heard the name of Nevara. What is that word and where does it come from? Yeah, it's another nice story. Actually, I was always very proud of doing this in Croatia and wanted to, you know, pronounce the fact that the car is coming from Croatia. So, for example, all of our Imats cars, they have like on the side of the car, like the shape of a tie, kravat, right? Because that's a Croatian invention. So through that, we communicate that as well. And through the name, same way, we wanted to use a local name, you know, something that has a meaning in Croatia. And the Nevera, 
is a sudden summer storm that's super surprising, like it comes out of nowhere. It's very violent storms, you know, and thunder and lightning, you know, electricity, just like the Nevera. And then all of a sudden, you know, it stops and disappears just as fast as it came. So that's why we call it the Nevera. It's basically, you know, like surprising and sudden and powerful like the storm. And uh, it's a creation thing. It's something that happens off the creation coast, usually during summer. It surprises many people on boats, you know. They have beautiful weather and then next moment, boom, you know, they need to <laughs> to hold on for their life. Uh, so, yeah, Nevada is kind of like that. You know, it's uh, surprising and very powerful. So I had the um, great honor to been driving in Nevada. And I think very few people can say so because... Uh, um, I, as I understood, you sold 60 of them already and you're up to 100. So it's very limited to very few people. Uh, we are building a roller coaster, which, um, as we know by now, is called uh, Voltron Nevera. So um, in terms of acceleration, I, we can bring it to more people than just 100. Um, you've been in the park already and you experienced Blue Fire, which I would say is as similar to the new coaster, which the people are going to um, um, attract at Europa Park starting April next year. Now you are the expert. You've been driving a, a million and million of times with your own car. If you compare it to Blue Fire, is, the, is it as fast as your car? <laughs> well, we just spoke a lot today about the Voltron Nevera roller coaster, so I have the numbers fresh in mind. So some of the numbers are actually really similar. So Nevera is basically achieving what is physically possible with tires today. So when the conditions are ideal, when the tires are ideal, the road and everything is really in a good shape, we achieve 0 to 100 kilometers per hour or 0 to 60 miles per hour in 1.74 seconds. So in less than two seconds. And when we do that, the maximum acceleration is 1.5 G. So it's basically accelerating faster than if you drop it from, uh, I don't know, a tower or, or, or a bridge. And that acceleration is the same one that the Voltron Nevera roller coaster will have at acceleration. So you will feel exactly the same acceleration like in a Nevera, but with a few important differences. One is you are not driving yourself. <laughs> you know, you need to trust the machine to do that, and that's always more difficult. Two, you don't have a car around you. You don't have windshield, you don't have, you know, you are in the open and you experience that crazy acceleration in the open. So it's even more intense, especially the passengers who will be left and right on the outside and not the one in the middle. They will be outside of the tracks, even more exciting, I would say, especially for the one all the way in the front. And then after the initial acceleration, the Voltron Nevera will experience up to four, four and a half G of different forces, not let's say, acceleration forces like in a car, but uh, forces that are pressing you into the seat uh, when doing loopings. So in the Nevera, the maximum you can experience is 1.5G, while in the roller coaster, it's 4.5G. So it's even more intense. So in acceleration, it's similar in the initial acceleration, but then afterwards, it's even more intense in the roller coaster. Well, I was picked up by a guy called Goran, I think, uh, back in uh, Zagreb. And uh, I don't know where I felt safe <laughs> on the, on the uh, 
passenger seat or in our roller coaster, but that's yet to find out for the riders uh, uh, at uh, the new coaster themselves. Obviously, not everybody knows Croatia. Now you said you have a strong relationship to Germany because you lived a couple of years in Germany. And we're going to talk about that later in the second podcast a little bit closer. Give us like a little bit of headlines of what is Croatia for you? Well, Croatia for me is a beautiful, wonderful country with lots of potential that's not really used, unfortunately. You know, uh, it's, uh, I mean, the tourist potential is being used, but I think it's a pity really where that people go abroad and they need to go abroad in many cases to survive, to, you know, fulfill their basic needs to to have a decent job to have a decent salary and so on and i want to do my part of contribution to use that potential that people can create you know their future their life and also their value bring their value inside of their own country plus you know make it a decent place for other people around the world especially today with remote working You can work from anywhere you want, so why wouldn't you work from a beautiful place? So I wanted to make also a place where people from around the world are coming, which we are doing already. We are the most international company in the country. We have over 50 nationalities from all around the world, which I love. Like, you know, walking around the company, you hear and see people from everywhere, you know, working together, but also hanging out together. In the end, also forming families together like getting married and, you know, building families. And I think, you know, that's something that Germany has. It's being very diverse. Uh, Croatia doesn't. We have it for a few months or the summer when everybody comes, but then they all leave again. And, you know, when there was this uh, crisis of, of the immigrants, uh, Croatians were very scared. Oh, now these immigrants will come to, to live in Croatia. But actually, they didn't even want to live in Croatia. They just wanted to come to Germany. <laughs> so they just went through Croatia and all left. They didn't even want to stay. I want to make it a country or do at least my small part where, you know, when you have great jobs, it's also an amazing place to live. So it's a beautiful, wonderful country. It's rich history, but still a lot of potential to be explored. So um, you do the partnership, obviously, with Europa Park. And I um, had the luck to have you visited Europa Park already two times, not when you were living in Germany, but now coming from Croatia, um, looking around the park. I still remember we had beautiful talks about your company, about your life, about the rich culture of both countries and your experiences. What is your aim? Obviously, maybe a little bit because I have a, a Croatian wife, but what was your aim? Why would you cooperate with a theme park? And why would you give your name? And what is important for you? What is the message you want to send to the people by this cooperation? It's a little bit, uh, as I said at the beginning, like, you know, we are both in the business of selling dreams. And uh, with our cars, as you said, like only very few people can really experience it. And what I care most about are young people, like they will shape the future. And especially in Europe, you know, we are in the danger of losing ourselves because we are not having enough young people. We don't have enough uh, children. And also the children today, they are being distracted by so many things like, you know, social media and all this kind of stuff. They forget to create themselves. They forget that you can build something that you also need to live in the physical world and not just in the ritual world. So here there is millions of people going through your park, I believe six million per year. And it's a great platform to promote our country. Croatia, but also, I think, a platform to tell our story, you know, a story that's, you know, shows that you can do anything. 
I was told so many times that what I want to do is impossible, that I'm crazy, that I'm stupid, that I will never be able to do it and so on. That it's impossible to build a car in Croatia. You should give up, you know, you will fail. And I hear that a million times. And I want to show, you know, something even so crazy, like starting with 20 years and building your own company, building your own car, making the fastest electric car in the world and all of that stuff. You can do that even in Croatia. So you can do also even crazier things in other places, no matter where you are from. So that's kind of the message that I want to to show here. And like, you know, in the end, what I like about both Europa Park and, and Rimac is like, you give amazing experiences to people. In the end, people enjoy, you know, get out of that car with a smile on their face or get out of that roller coaster with a smile on their face and, you know, remember something and also the story behind it. So, yeah, that's in the end what attracted me to this. So now we talked a lot about Croatia for all you out there. Maybe two more facts and then you can listen next week to more deep insights of Marte Rimac and his life and the great cars he's been building and the entrepreneurship he's carrying in himself. Uh, but maybe two quick facts for the listeners. Maybe some of you know out there that it's not only Rimac, but it's actually Bugatti Rimac. Uh, and um, I was saying to some uh, uh, people uh, that it's a perfect symbiosis of actually three countries. It is the Alsace region, where a lot of people do come from to visit the park. So Molsheim, which is very close to Europa Park. We have Porsche involved, which is also um, a great partner of uh, Europa Park. And we do have Croatia involved, which is a new country and a new themed area here at Europa Park. So it's a perfect mix of nationalities, which reunifies Europe or shows the European idea of our park. Let us tell us just in a short version, how is that with Bugatti and how is it actually connected to Marte Rimac? Oh yeah, good question. <laughs> well, it's also kind of connected with the story between us because uh, the way we got connected is through a common friend, Lutz Meschke, who is the CFO of Porsche. And um, also kind of, it's all even more connected because as you said, your wife is Croatian, but also Lutz's wife is Croatian. And she told him about, you know, this crazy guy in Croatia who makes electric cars. And that's why Porsche invested in my company in 2017, which was the first time that Porsche invested in a, in a company. And since then they invested several more times together with other investors. So we were part of Porsche in a way, and Porsche is part of the Volkswagen Group. And the Volkswagen Group was the owner of, of Bugatti. And Bugatti was the hobby or, or like love child of Ferdinand Piech, the you know big boss of Volkswagen for uh, many years. And uh, you know, he wanted to create Bugatti into what it is today. He had a vision like, you know, with Bugatti, we want to show what is possible or even what is not possible today, but we will make possible. So the Veyron, which was the first car under Ferdinand Piech, which came in the early 2000s, was the first car to go over 400 kilometers per hour, the first car to have over 1,000 horsepower, the first car to cost over a million euros. So it was many firsts and he was the one driving it. And no matter, you know, what it cost, and it cost a lot, believe me, they wanted to do this, you know, to show that, that it's possible. And they created this amazing W16 four turbo engine, you know, the first double clutch, seven speed gearbox, all that stuff, crazy things to make that possible. And they did it. And it was always his, you know, passion. And many people in Volkswagen were probably thinking, what is this guy doing, you know? 
And then, you know, Ferdinand Piech passed away. He wasn't around us anymore. Plus, uh, Volkswagen had a dieselgate problem and wanted to electrify quickly. And they were like, you know, it's difficult to run such a small company, such a small brand, like, I mean, huge brand, but small number of, of cars produced per year in such a huge company like Volkswagen. You know, we were talking about Croatia a lot today. Volkswagen has more revenue, four times more revenue than Croatia has GDP. So one car company is four times financially more powerful than the whole of Croatia. And then you have Bugatti, which is an amazing brand and company, but doesn't fit within the Volkswagen group. So they were thinking, what do we do with this company now? You know, it's difficult for them to, to think of a future for Bugatti inside Volkswagen. There were a few options. And one of the options was to kill the company. Another option was to sell it to somebody, but they didn't want to sell it to somebody who they weren't sure can really run it that it doesn't fail, you know, the worst thing for, for Volkswagen would be to fail, that the company fails, this huge brand that it, you know, disappears. And somebody had the idea, you know what, Bugatti probably needs to electrify. And there's this guy in Croatia who is making electric hypercars already, and he's working with Porsche. So maybe that could work. <laughs> and that's actually how they came to me. Uh, they asked me if I would be interested. And I thought at first it was a joke. But in the end, I realized it's a huge win-win for Bugatti, for Porsche, for Volkswagen, for us, for Rimac, I mean, for the employees of Bugatti, for the employees of Rimac, for the market. It was just a beautiful deal. It took three years because in such a big company like Volkswagen, you don't have like one opinion. You don't have a Volkswagen opinion. You have the opinion of many people. And some people were for it. Some people were against this deal. It took quite a lot of time and quite a lot of convincing and talking with many people because you have involved, you know, of course, the management of Volkswagen, you have the unions, which are very strong in Volkswagen, the government of Germany, the families of Pierre and Porsche, uh, the shareholders, many, many stakeholders. And this made so much sense. But in the end, I wasn't sure until the last second if it would go through, but it did. And basically, since two years, I'm now responsible for running the combined company. So we created a new company called Bugatti Rimac, where our hypercar business, the Rimac hypercar business and the Bugatti business were joined into a joint company, which is owned 55% by the Rimac group and the rest by Porsche. And we are now as partners in this company together, creating the future of this wonderful brand. It's a lovely story. And I think the perfect deal for um, also the region here of the Alsace and Molsheim. Um, thanks everyone for listening. Be sure to tune in again for part two of my talk with Marte, where we will talk on a more personal level and learn more about him and his extraordinary life story. And I'm so thrilled and thankful as well that, uh, Marte, you gave us the confidence, um, first of all, giving us the name of Voltron Nevera, your um, hypercar. Joining me here today at Europa Park means a lot for me. And for all out there, if you've never been to Croatia, go and visit the island of Gua. It's beautiful. Um, you fly directly through Split, take the ferry boat or go jump on a boat. It's a lovely country, not only around uh, Split and Dalmatia, but there are so many nice uh, places. And if you've never been to Croatia, do so or come to Europa Park and uh, ride the Voltron Nevera, which is kind of Rimac approved, I would say. Um, at least when it comes to the acceleration and for all of you 
whenever I've seen a nice movie, like a little uh, hint from my side, go watch Far Away off Netflix and then you can understand a lot of the creation mentality. And thanks again. I think we will head out now for a lovely uh, dinner at the Bell Rock Hotel. Thank you so much, Marta, for being here. And if you want to know more, um, tune in next week. Thank you, Michel. Michael Mann presents The World Beyond The Emotion News of Tomorrow A Mac One Production